I'm Ryan Milliken from Hardway Performance, and you're listening to the Diesel Power Podcast. I'm Demetri Miller with No Zone Diesel. This is Anthony Reigns from XDP. This is Jaron Holder from Holder Down Performance. I'm Corey Willis from PPI. I'm Drew with DNJ Precision Machine. I'm Pinky. And you're listening to the Diesel Power Podcast. Diesel Power Podcast. You're listening to the Diesel Power Podcast. The Diesel Power Podcast. The one and only Diesel Power Podcast. Welcome, Sean Ellerton, to the Diesel Power Podcast. We're uh, excited to have him on and, and talk about his, his truck and his plans for UCC. It's great to have you on, Sean. Oh, thanks for having us. We're, we're excited. Uh, it's going to be another fun year, that's for sure. <laughs> What's the temperature up there? Actually, right now, I don't know, we're in some kind of freaking heat wave. It's, uh, it's like minus 5 up here. We're good outside walking around in a t-shirt. It's great. <laughs> it was minus 40 about three weeks ago, so... When you get used to minus forty, by the time it hits minus five, it uh, it feels like you've been been hit by summer. <laughs> well, we're, uh, we're we're real excited to have you on. I know you've been in the diesel, you know, the racing performance scene for quite a while, you know, and had had a few different trucks. Um, you know, we've seen you build over the years, but I wanted to chat with you specifically about this one for UCC. You know, when you first got the truck, what were the plans with it, and how has it kind of changed? you know, as you're preparing to, to go into this competition? Uh, well, when I first got this truck, I had, uh, well, previous to this truck, I had my other truck, my crew cab, that I was racing. And uh, my wife always fell in love with the regular cab long box at the racetrack. So she wanted a regular cab long box, four-wheel drive, four-inch lift, 35-inch tires. and it, So when I bought this truck originally, it was for my wife. It was going to get set up for her. And then I got the phone call for UCC and told the wife, there's no way I'm bringing a crew cab to UCC, and said, uh, can I borrow your truck? <laughs> and she laughed at me, and she said, was it ever mine to start with? <laughs> so I think she knew deep down right from the beginning that uh might have might have been bought for her, but uh, the plans were always there in the background. For I think, you know, like with the different, you know, between the dyno competition and drag racing and sled pulling, it basically merges all parts of diesel performance into something that needs to be on one vehicle, you know, so it has to be versatile. Has that been one of the, the bigger challenges is, as far as, you know, setting the truck up to do well in all three? Or has it been, you know, say, getting the power where you want it, where it's going to be competitive and perform where you want it to be? Or is it kind of just everything? He's going to jump in and do it all. Well, unless you're Levon Miller or Ryan Milliken that can make uh... – four-link chassis, do whatever you want to do. Uh, <laughs> the rest of us, like, there was a lot of us last year that were in UCC that uh, drag raced in the NHRDA for, uh, under Randy Cole there. And most, like, our trucks were all set up for Super Street. So being a Super Street class, uh, still had to have stocker suspension, or, or sorry, leaf spring at least, you know. Uh, had, trucks had to be 6,000 pounds. So over the years, we've always, We've always struggled, uh, the guys in Super Street anyway, trying to put the power to the ground with a heavier truck. So going into UCC, uh, for me with a Ford, it wasn't it wasn't a bad transition because we're drag race anyway, and it's not like Fords go fast to start with. But uh, you know we had the truck down in low tens, so we were happy with that. So really, the sled pull from that point with a solid rear end in it already, uh, just a matter of throwing some blocks in and some. Uh, some weights off the front and see what happened and we honestly didn't think we were going to do 
that great like in the field that we were going up against last year. And I guess uh, hindsight, we wish we would have prepared a little more and got a little more involved. So I think that's our biggest challenge for this year now is to is to see how much like last year with the amount of carnage that happened, the amount of trucks that fell. It doesn't take long to start climbing the ladder with uh, you know when that stuff starts happening. So we're definitely going to get a little more prepared this year than I think we were last year. As far as the 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 motor and the fueling in the air has a lot changed since last year. Have you guys reevaluated or or changed up the the uh, the setup? Yeah. So with the injectors, uh, Jesse Warren Warren Diesel Performance. Uh, he just sent me a box of new injectors for UCC this year, and I opened them up. and And I opened them up. I couldn't believe the size of the nozzle. They they quite frankly look like garden hoses. And he said, "Well, that's what we got to do to put fuel in these things." And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> so I got uh, I got eight garden 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 hoses going into the motor now for this year. So um, turbo setup, yeah, uh, we had the triples on it last year. Uh, I had way too big a turbine housings on them, so this year definitely going to do uh, probably the same size turbo, still triple S four seventy fives, but uh, going to change up the turbine sizes and the housing sizes to to get it so the truck's a little happier. It's a lot of air and a lot of fuel. <laughs> That's okay. We still spray a lot of nitrous too. <laughs> as far as are you are you building the truck uh, yourself, or you guys you have you know, some help, you know, getting everything. I personally, I'm a heavy duty mechanic. I work up in the oil sands and the open pit mines up in Northern Alberta, Northern Canada. So I don't personally own a shop, but uh, definitely locally. Uh, I mean, I got Colin Lloyd with Lloyd Customs, NADP, NEPC. Uh, like, you know, there are definitely companies around here that uh, step up to, uh, to help me out because they know I'm just an independent guy trying to, trying to play and, so oh, I got I got lots of help locally, and it's it's great to have all these guys on board to help me out. Yeah, I think the support structure, you know, between companies and you know shops and things like that, specialize in different parts of it. It's it's like there's so much preparation that goes into like the power level, you know, that that your trucks at all the trucks that are going to be there, and and everything else. It's I think like the whole industry, you know, a lot of companies and 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 stuff they they all come together to to help you know and it's it's cool absolutely i mean like our the engine that we ran last year it's uh it was basically a budget build uh we had some modified pistons in it modified stock pistons and a set of rods other than that the rest of the motor was stock stock cam stock heads it was unreal what we were able to accomplish with that so now locally actually i just got off the phone with them this morning not at dfc uh DFC engines, they're gonna, they want to work with me, and I think we're gonna look at building probably a big bore for, uh, for the truck this year at US uh, for UCC. So we're excited about that. Actually, get a proper, proper race motor, I guess, in the truck to, to support the the turbo and the fuel that we're gonna throw at this thing. The question just popped in my head right now is with it being so cold, and I'm not sure when it warms up there, but I, I'm sure it's kind of the access to the racetracks and other things, it's probably limited. It'll be closed when uh, we go to UCC. So the testing part's going to be, 
you know, probably challenging, you know, or you get creative with it. <laughs> you put it in four-wheel drive and hold on for dear life that the roads are somewhat not too bad and uh, go from there. It's about all you do. <laughs> I think it's going to be interesting to see, like say versus last year when, you know, the elevation was, was higher, you know, in Utah versus it being now in Indiana is uh, how that kind of changes a little bit, you know, with with getting the chargers lit and and just the, the whole competition. And I think that was our biggest challenge last year. Uh, so when we put the triples on it last year, it was, again, April here in Alberta. So it was minus 10. Uh, with When the air is that cold, the density of the air, you know, we, we can light the chargers here, no problem, full boost, trucks running great, it's happy. And then we go up there and it's 70, 80 above and 5,000 feet above sea level and all of a sudden the truck just hates life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so to go from the sea level with cold, dense air to elevation with hot air, it just absolutely killed us last year. I mean, we were, I was spraying as much nitrous in the motor last year as I did years ago before I put the triples on it. So it totally defeated the purpose of having the triples on it last year. So lots of changes this year, lots of, lots of big learning curve last year, and we're going to see what this year brings. As far as your goals for the competition, what are you looking to, uh, you know, to achieve and, and and show, you know, what the what what these motors can do, what these trucks can do? Uh, it's always been my it's always been my personal goal to run a nine nine. I've uh, been ten oh four, ten oh eight, ten oh nine, ten one. I've been been right there nipping on its heels. So uh, personal goals is definitely want to see that scoreboard light up nine nine. Um, other than that, uh, I'm a very realistic person, so I know we're not going to go out there and play with the common rails, the you know the Dodges and the Sheds that are out there. I mean, Waggler's Motor, Lavon, and all these other guys. Like it's just unrealistic. So, realistically for us, we would like to. Our team would definitely like to place in the top side of the uh, the Fords that are going to show up there. That's our goal. It's really interesting to see that progression with power and potential from, you know, say like four, five, six years ago to, you know, knocking on the door of 2,000 horsepower, you know, in, in, in these builds. Yeah, I mean, uh, 2009 is the first year we did 1,000 horse with a six-liter. Everybody said it'd never be done. You know, then they said we'd never progress from there. And then you got to get like uh, Jesse Warren last year that stepped up and did just over 1,700. So, uh like I said, I don't think we'll ever compete with the common rails, but at least there's still the the true blue oval fans out there and the power stroke fans that uh, still want to progress and still want to, you know, push these things as hard as we can and strive past what everybody says can't be done. One of the, the things I've seen about, too, which would be probably really cool, is, like, after you guys are done competing on a day, what's the atmosphere like when all you guys get together and you're hanging out and, you know, eating, maybe having some beers? It's actually freaking amazing. Like at this level of the game, all these competitors and most of all these guys have shops. So on a on the average day, you know they're all sort of competing against each other. You know, trying to get everybody's business. But on race day and at the end of race day, none of that matters. Everybody gets together, has a few beers, has you know good laughs and the bad laughs over what happened during the day, uh, and helps each other out. I mean, it was. Last year, I think every team was in every other team's trailer last year looking for parts and pieces and tools. And so the uh, sportsmanship at this level and 
this group of guys that was at UCC last year was just amazing. Yeah, I think that's one of the the one of the coolest thing that's that's come out of it is the camaraderie, you know, and and like you said, the, the shops are competing, you know, and and or manufacturers a lot of them build their own their own parts and and stuff. But when you get in that arena, we would see it on social media, you know, like one team going over and helping with something else or pulling a motor or transmission or you know something like that, and and uh, you're trying to help each other get through it and and do well. Oh yeah, no, I was really fortunate with us, Eric from Innovative Diesel. He's he's been doing my tuning since day one, and Eric's the only guy that touches anything that uh, either I own or I work on. That's for sure. So having him there last year to support us and be able to make changes on the fly was it was great to have him there, and I can't wait to have him there again this year. Are you still running a five R one ten in it, or did you do a a four one hundred swap? Nope, still got the five R one ten. NAPC here in Edmonton uh, using their race ser- their their heavy series heavy hauler series transmissions. I got one in my dually, uh, so the dually tows the 40 foot race trailer across the country, and uh, it's faithful to me. So uh, we put one in the race truck, and it holds. You know, we went through three days of competition last year with uh, with no transmission issues. So having them on board and having them local too, especially to be able to, um, you know, help us out with any issues that uh, do come up is great to have them on board. I imagine too, like just, you know, playing around with like converter stalls and, you know, different setups you do with the turbos and everything. That's probably really, really helpful to have someone local. You say, well, you know, I like to go a little bit higher on the stall speed or a little bit lower. What's funny about the five R one tens is I've tried, tried everything from a low stall to different companies, high stalls and, they all stall the same, right at 1600. I've never been able, I've never had luck with high and low stall converters with whether it be electronics or I don't know what it is with F5R, but, but, uh, had a real, that's what been one of my biggest struggles with, uh, converters. So I reached out to Phil Taylor, DPC converters here at Christmas time, and he's actually excited to send us out a converter to try and, uh, his new quad disc converter. So, and I put Phil's quad disc uh, converter in the truck uh, back behind any PC's transmission, and hopefully we get some power to the ground. That's that's always the struggle. That's always the goal of this power level is getting the power to the ground. So uh, having these guys that are dedicated to pushing forward with transmissions and converters is uh, it's a big plus for everybody. And for the, the Ford fans out there, Where's the best place to see, you know, like updates on, on your truck and things you're doing and, and, and those sorts of things? Uh, for my personal truck, uh, just yeah. right on my Facebook page, along with the million pictures that my wife posts of my kids. But uh, <laughs> if, you scroll, if you scroll through all them, you'll see the odd truck update or uh, stuff that's going on. You're going to see more and more of it here. It's been, truck's been sitting kind of dormant now. We haven't even actually started on it here this year. We're waiting for, got a new fiberglass front clip coming for the front end, strictly just for ease of working on the truck. It might drop a couple hundred pounds, but just for, after last year watching all the, uh, watching everybody else pull a half a dozen clips and pull the whole front clip off and then they can basically stand their engine bay, that made me sick to my stomach last year when I had to try to bend over it. So (laughs) 
putting fiberglass front clip on, so we can do the same thing this year. Uh, and then last year there was, well, we had the Chaos Customs did a nice paint job on the truck there last year for us, but uh, this year we're going to put some box skins on a fiberglass front clip and then just do a full wrap for the truck for uh, the sponsors that are going to be involved with the truck this year. Well, I've known the guys at Chaos for a while. I love seeing their, uh, they do amazing, amazing work. I love seeing on their page the, the paint work they do and some restorations. and some of the muscle cars that they got in the shop and the restorations, right down to frame uh, frame restorations. Yeah, Steven's crew does a, they do a great great job in there doing that stuff. I want to say maybe it was about a year ago or so. It was an old, uh, it was an old Ford pickup truck that they did. And seeing, you know, what they turned it into and just, I, I'm a sucker for details. So, like, with the paint and the frame and, just all that sort of stuff. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. No, the uh, yeah. No, the attention, detail, the quality work they kick out is it's it's second to none for especially locally. Uh, they do great work. Awesome, Sean. We we appreciate you being on today and sharing your your build and your plans and and we're looking forward to to seeing you you know, compete here in about three months and and uh, we hope you hit that nine ninety nine or faster. And I I think you will. I think you get there. Ah, well, we got it. We just got the right guys together. And I got Tim, Colin, Morgan, Eric, and Dan. They're, I got a good group of guys, and we're all looking forward. We were, a couple of them were known as the crazy Canadians down there last year with the amount of uh, Gibsons that we brought across the border and uh, thoroughly all indulged in and enjoyed ourselves. But uh, <laughs> I don't imagine it would be much different this year. <laughs> I didn't even know what that was till. A few years ago, and then I had some, and I go, man, this is some good stuff. It's just so smooth. We, uh, <laughs> I get, I usually get a few orders before I cross the border, make sure I pick some up for a few of the guys, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we appreciate you being on, Sean. Hey, no problem. You have yourself a good day, and uh, thanks for giving us a call.